0: Live from the headquarters of Common Sense, this is Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. And guys, if you like the show, consider sharing us on social media or just texting uh, the podcast to your friends, family, neighbors, whoever might be interested, so we can continue growing, continue spreading the word of God to as many people as possible. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I always appreciate it. Um, make sure you go check out our YouTube channel and, uh, and Instagram account. And if you're on Instagram, go check out our YouTube and podcast and make sure you get on all the different content. We post a great diversity of content. So I, I was, um, watching the Joe Rogan experience, which is a fantastic podcast because it gives you insight on other people's perspectives. And that is something that we do not see very often in today's society. And he on, this guy named Phil Demers, I believe is the way you say his name. Oh, and uh, I almost forgot, uh, we have a verse of the day, a very quick one, Proverbs 12.10. And it says, the godly care for their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. And this plays directly into what I'm going to talk about. So if you recognize that name, Phil Demers, uh, that, it, he was a some type of marine trainer, basically, for either SeaWorld or, or Marineland. Uh, something along those sorts. I didn't finish the whole podcast, and I'm, now that I'm talking about it, I'm starting to forget. Uh, forget the whole thing. But um, and uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is uh, it's an issue that's not very um, that's not discussed within the Christian community very often. this is how we treat God's creation, treat God, uh, nature, and how um, especially here in America, how much we take advantage of it. And sometimes we don't even uh, necessarily see this. So whenever we go to the zoo, a lot of us don't even think about all the suffering and all the pain that the animals must be feeling being trapped in a cage their entire life. Now, this isn't going to be an argument uh, against zoos or anything, but it's interesting and very important to think about um, because... Uh, we wouldn't want to be put in that situation. So when we treat uh, animals and creatures that God created like that, then we ought to be questioning ourselves, why don't we treat fellow human beings like that? Well, you may be thinking of uh, of a prisoner or something, but these animals have not committed a crime. To be locked in a cage for your entire life, taken and stolen from your family of other animals, we can in this particular case on the Joe Rogan experience, they were talking about orcas, taken from your family that you're going to spend the rest of your life in and put into a big, to us, a big pool, but for, for them a very small space. To do that is animal abuse, and it is sickening to watch. I've been to SeaWorld, and orcas are truly a fantastic animal. But to see those animals that travel hundreds and hundreds of miles a day, enclosed in a small space for all that time is sickening, and that's why they suffer. If you've if you haven't seen this documentary, I encourage you to watch Blackfish. It, it's very insightful on it. But us as Christians need to take care of God's creation. We need to make sure that animals are treated right and treated respectfully. Now, moving on to the issue of whether we should eat meat or not. Personally, I love eating steak, chicken, all that. But we do need to treat our animals better. When you watch these documentaries, there's plenty of them on Netflix, and see the conditions that uh, chickens live um, their whole lives. And they've been genetically mutated to where they can barely, um, barely even hold themselves up. That is sickening. That is injustice. And us as Christians need to stand up against it. We have a question uh, on our Instagram live. that says, when did you know Jesus? So I accepted uh, Jesus um, at this event called Discipleship Discipleship Now uh, down in Florida. And before that, I knew Jesus. I called myself a Christian. But I never had the point of where I accepted Christ. I never had the point of where I personally Um, Accepted Christ's sacrifice. So at that event, it was a very emotional night. You know, we had some people crying. It was a great night. And they said, Is there anyone who wants to accept Christ? And I stood up and I said, Yes. And I was in tears and all that. It was an emotional experience because after a year or two of researching, of talking about Jesus and talking with atheists and all that, I felt it necessary and I felt that it was my time to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior. Now, if you haven't had that experience, it's not necessarily um, for you to have an emotional experience or be at a church with a bunch of believers. You just have to have a personal um a personal acceptance of Christ Jesus, and that is salvation, and it is something that is very important to talk about. It's a great question, um, but knowing Jesus uh, is an interesting way of putting it, too, to get into this, because so many people in the Christian community claim to know the Bible, to know the gospel, to know what Christ wants, to know what God wants for us on this earth. But yet they speak ignorantly because God is a complicated figure. We don't know his plan. So when we speak of this um do you know Jesus? When did you know Jesus? I know Jesus as my savior. Beyond that, I know nothing. Because I am in my flesh, I am in my humanity, and I have a finite amount of knowledge um when it comes to that. And I find it a very interesting the discussion to have, and I am very glad you asked that. So, um, I believe it was, I think two or three years ago when I accepted Jesus. It was in February of 2017, so that would be three year three years ago. So I, I've been technically a Christian for three years, but I've been brought up in the in the church. It, it's all that I've known, but that is why I made this podcast to go and research other. Uh, arguments, research other objections, but also defend the faith and continue spreading the gospel so um, people can accept Christ fully and um and only Christ. Um, I think that's about all I got. There, there's been a lot of stuff happening uh in our politics and in America, and guys, we must remember that it is important to unite. As Americans, it is important for Christians to unite as Christians because we see this divisiveness that is tearing our country apart. And it is very saddening to watch. I had a discussion with someone uh, from my church who was uh, left-leaning. And it was interesting to me how when I watch the news and when I watch um, political commentators, how we see how divided this country is and how, um, how how, much we hate each other sometimes. And we had this conversation disagreeing on almost every political topic, and yet we still love each other as brothers in Christ. Why is it that we cannot continue this? Why can we not have this in our country? Why do we have to divide um, the church and divide us as individuals and uh, us as Americans, why do we have to do that? It is unnecessary, and it is so, it's almost suicidal as a nation to do this. It's very, very saddening to see as someone that is open-minded, as someone that is accepting of other people's views, as someone that has had people of different views on this podcast, it's sickening. That we cannot sit down and have conversations with our friends, with our family members, and agree to disagree and try and understand each other. So um, that is my challenge for you this week. Go to someone in your family or go to some friend and have a discussion about the current issues. And have a reasonable discussion about the current issues. Whether they're an atheist, Democrat, Republican, whatever. Have a reasonable discussion about... A topic that is important to you and them. And see where you get. And see what you can learn. See what you can learn. And email me about it. Email me about it. Make sure you email me. podcast at gmail.com I will be happy to respond. And if I get um, someone to finally email me that. um, I will uh, respond to it on the podcast. But it is important, brothers and sisters, to continue to love Christ as Christ loved us. Continue loving our brothers and realizing that our brothers are not the enemy, that we have a common enemy, and that is the devil that we must fight against. And it is important to unite as a church, despite our differences. I know I have many disagreements with fellow Christians, but I do not deny them being a Christian. I do not attack them on a personal front. I do sometimes attack their beliefs when necessary, when I am trying to make a point. But when we are fighting against a common enemy, we must unite as brothers and sisters. And that is a problem with the church today. The tens of thousands of denominations that exist, that is a problem with Christianity. We are so divided on every front, whether it's worship, whether it's doctrine, whether it's anything else whether it's the Trinity or anything else. And it's commonly what I see with um, my brother Sean McCraney. The Christian church, particularly Calvinists, have isolated him because he disagrees with them. He has a totally different view. But yet I can have a reasonable discussion with him, even though we disagree on some things. But he is a nice, loving person of God. But since he disagrees with um, the Calvinists, particularly someone like James, Dr. James White, who I respect, uh, because he disagrees, he's ostracized. People email him all the time with these hateful comments and telling him to repent. What is he to repent of? Disagreeing with you? Disagreeing with someone is not something that we need to repent for because you are not Jesus You are not the ultimate judge. You, my friends, that judge people who disagree with you, you are the ones at fault, and you need to repent, according to the Bible. So again, I challenge you to go and have conversations with people that you disagree with. I encourage you to go and love your neighbors and preach the uniting gospel of Christ is king. He gave his life up for me. And that I am forever grateful for, and that is the only way to salvation. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. Make sure you you, uh, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, go follow our Instagram account. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, I'm Ethan Foster here with Common Sense Christianity.